Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. We started the show without any entrance music live because we're under pressure for time here. Because Ole is going to smack the fuck out of Fraudiola in about an hour and 20 minutes. Or not. Who knows? It's a weird feeling when I end up cheering for United, lads. Yeah. That just shows you how much uh, Fraudiola just, you know, rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. I just, I dislike him. Yes. Yeah. He's just drinking all that fraud juice all the time. He can't help it. Um... Yeah, so I'm doing this from the new computer for the first time, so I'm expecting nothing to blow up, but also for some weird things to happen that I wasn't anticipating. Tackle of your sex tape? Pretty much, but um, before we do any of that... A libation, puff of all. Oh my. At least I got the soundboard to work. Please indulge. Oh, please indulge. Mm-mm-mm. I'm still building in the soundboard. For some reason, this is in here. Shane McMahon pulling out with a smile on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot all about that one. Yeah, good work. How are we, boys? Uh, Wonderful. Grand. Alive. One week closer to Christmas. I got a savage 11 hour sleep last night. 11 hours? How'd you manage that? I just didn't get up. I went to bed at a reasonably normal hour. (laughs) No, that never happens. (laughs) Always happens. Um, Yeah, I just went to bed at a normal hour and like didn't wake up until like ten to twelve. It was great. Jesus! Wow, that's that's pretty pretty good. I've just watched. um, We've been plagiarized, Fitz. Oh, yeah. You know when we invented the idea of the B show. After we invented, you know, the concept of podcasting. Yeah. Yes. I remember. No, okay. I will admit that we stole the idea, but we made it better. Obviously, yeah. yeah, Way better. Nikki and Gordo just did one there. They did what? Off grid. They did a B show. Did you contact the lawyers? Um, I couldn't get in contact with Stephen P. New because he's busy. Jim Cornette has him uh, doing some out stuff, but yeah. Do you know what? What It was, was (laughs) he was too busy drinking the last of his orange Julius. But um, we got a, I tell you what, they did a great B-show idea of the greatest movie villains, and it was really fun to be on the other side causing utter mayhem in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to be on the other side where it didn't affect me in any way. Were you being a bit of a dick? Uh, not, not really. I did have my favorites like Jigsaw and things like that, but I wasn't too much of a prick. But there was areas where they went to the chat and we sabotaged the show, as is tradition. Yeah, just, yeah, no, your, your, your dick has a lot of, yeah. But I have to say, it was very good, and Nikki was uh, very good hosting the whole thing. It was very good. It was a good Speaking show. Of which, did we lose Nikki? Nicholas. Nicolage. He's, He's gone. Chat, yeah. Did he say oh, well. in a WhatsApp? Ripsky. Here I am putting him over, and he missed it. I was saying oh, he was well. having to play around with some stuff, because they're in the middle of a 24-hour charity stream at the moment, so he might be mm. back. He, he might be back. Yeah, um, if you're in the Discord, the link is above there. Uh, we post we posted it a while ago, but yeah, it's a char- 24-hour charity stream for Cope and Galway. But yeah, they, they did the uh, the B show, and it was very, very good. Yeah, I won't spoil anything, but you should go back and watch it. I believe that they're actually offering four times XP if you donate today. That's how they got their, That's how they got our customers. Yeah. yeah. Stole our jib. 
See, the thing is, that's the problem. When you have, like, the brains of the operation involved, you know, and yeah. I was also there. Um, <laughs> you know, people come up with these great ideas of how to steal viewers. So, Nicky, he's a clever he's a clever cat. He's a clever yeah, cat. They didn't even have to dust off Sting to get some ratings in there. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> yep, we, we, got our, we got our viewers. We got our ratings. You know, I'm not sure how we done in the demos, but... Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was a good show. You should definitely watch it back. Uh, it's just under two hours, but um, yeah, very good. And now I can see why everyone keeps telling us the B shows are amazing because it's a fucking great concept. If I do say so myself, I'm proud All of us right. for inventing it. Yeah, I know. To be fair, we, we did make it better. We improved on the concept. The golden buzzers thing is a game changer. Yeah, Gold, golden buzzers cause a bit of havoc in this one. Um, All I will say is, poor Killmonger. <laughs> yeah uh, and he the, the the magic of the cup gave us some interesting matchups in round one. Oh, round the one magic of the cup was really wild oh who did nikki fuck over this time i mean um, who did the randomizer nikki, fuck up this, nikki time? Got <laughs> oh. this time this, it was all i'll say is it was a bloodbath let me see and some big what, hitters went down what was early. the concept of this t- tournament so what was the premise so it's the greatest movies villains. It's the B-show thing that we do oh. where everyone gets to pick 30 picks or whatever. Whatever crosses over goes into the tournament. You've, you've heard this. If you listen regularly, you know what the B-show is. But let me see. I'm trying to think of uh, what movies. Joker. All I'll say is I can, I can spoil one that was in there. It was uh, the first matchup of the lot was Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards against Hans Gruber. The Hanchester yeah. Derby. Hanchester Derby. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And what was the the one from Power Rangers or whatever? That was uh that was Ivan Ooze against Killmonger. <sighs> yeah, so and Ivan Ooze won. I don't don't spoil anything. Wow. I'm trying to think of another one that went that went through. Okay, so Fitz, here's one. Um Darth Vader, Thanos, and Cruella Deville, right? Only one of them made it through. Oh, you're gonna tell me it's Cruella Deville. I'm not telling you anything. I'm just saying one of them made it through, which means at least one of Darth Vader or Thanos were gone in the first round. <laughs> which is clearly just like wrong. Yeah. Could have caught, that, that's, how these peop- that's how these people don't do these things right. That's why they should yeah. leave it to the professionals. Magic of the cup. We went to school to learn these things. Yeah. All I'll say, hang on now. Hang on now. We're talking to, about the lad who fucking golden buzzard against the fairy tale dream. The fucking. <laughs> The, the young upstart who was trying to make a giant killing in Johnny Tightlips. Yeah, he yeah. was wrestling all over the world, winning championships in every promotion he visited. I was defending the integrity of our competition. You're welcome. Look, <laughs> there's giant killings every year in the cup. Johnny Tightlips killing house was going to be the giant killing of ours. Mm-hmm. He just... No, that would that would be like the burning of Cork by the fucking Ra or by the fucking <laughs> by the fucking auxiliaries. Yeah, you're defending the burning of Cork, you murderous bastards. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the wind, you're talking Johnny, to a Waterford man here, like come on. When Johnny Tightless was cruelly robbed in that show, it changed the way I thought about golden buzzers, and now I'm afraid to use them to to avoid such a catastrophe like the elimination of Johnny Tightlips. You know, we there's, there's something we need to, like, and it's not even, I'm not even going to segue to this. There's something we need to address because Rean is fucking talking the lad off himself in the chat at the thought of this. Steve, have you heard the Bon Jovi version of Fairy Tale in New York? No. It's so bad that he sings both parts himself. Oh, man. Do you know it's a duet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What? 
I yeah. don't understand. Does he say the word? No. No, he rewrites that whole that whole verse. I see. It is well, incredibly bad. You know what's bad when you you have to admit that Ronan Keating did a better version of the song than someone else? Good Lord. Yeah. Jeez, mm-hmm. I, I must look this up afterwards. Mm-mm-mm. It was it was bad, bad. It's something that will... Uh, I, if United lose, don't listen to this after because it'll send you <laughs> into a further state of depression. Oh, man. <clears throat> what do you think of War Games? War Games. Where's my button? What number Seven. is it now? Seven. Three, I think. War Games! Yeah, hey, I've made it a hotkey no. now. So I've yeah. only set up a few so far because I had to set up the EQ and all that crap and audacity. Well, to be fair, that, that women's War Games was pretty shit, wasn't it? Sir, yeah, only what three, only a three point five star, if you ask me. Oh, uh, David, a little bit strange with his uh, with the Meltzer ratings on that one. Uh, mm. I thought it was very generous the, to give the men's war games four seven five. Probably uh, the women's was what three point five, three point two five, three point five. Gave it now. It's a bit disingenuous now. In general, no. the observer lads in general have been very negative on the booking of this because it had the faces having an advantage going into war games for possibly the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the fact that they had it and the way that that was but played sure. off a book. If they don't advantage. do that a few times, it's predictable that the heels are always going to have the advantage. Oh, you I have know. to mix it up. Oh, I know, I know, hundred percent. But that's that was the rationale. Alvarez had a seventeen-minute video clip up on YouTube where he was discussing this match. I remember eight minutes of it was him ranting about the fact that the heels were acting like baby faces. I got high pitched. I'm a bit of a dick. So I've just seen the lyrics for the. The fairy tale New York. You're a bum, you're a braggart, you've lost all your swagger, and the word around town is you ain't much in bed. You're a squirrel. <laughs> wait, you're a squirrel because you're nuts. You're a kick in the gut. Happy Christmas, my arse. I'll be glad it's our last. What? 2020 what is... can't end soon enough. Is this like the musical version of, well, I suppose it was musical, of Gal Gadot and all those wankers doing that it's, song? It's essentially, yeah. I, I like to think that this is the musical equivalent of COVID. Yeah. Because <laughs> because it's Bon Jovi, other places are going to pick up on this and it's going to fucking spread to like radio. And I don't even think it will. Shit. I, I think it will because it's because of the fact that Bon Jovi is doing a Christmas song. Oh my God. It's going you to know, be everywhere. You know the it laugh was, that I have for Lois when we do the ratings sound drop? Yeah, that's from Peter Griffin saying, Lois, you should be in a tree because you're a nut. <laughs> he basically had a similar line here. You're yeah. a squirrel because you're nuts. Yeah. You're a kick in the gut. What? <sighs> it's like Mo telling the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you should uh, the change the lyrics to what I really want to do is love and hug and kiss you. Oh, my <laughs> God, that's so much better. <laughs> Forget you, old man. <laughs> my lyrics are my children or whatever the hell he says. Oh, anyway, War Games is good. We don't have time to talk about it. Very good I, show. To, to be fair, I would have said that the men's was, I, and a reflection, I probably would go to men's were slightly better than the women's anyway, mainly because yeah. there's a few spots in the women's match that were utterly ridiculous and really had no place in, in any of those matches. Like Ember Moon doing the eclipse off the top onto chairs was just ridiculously stupid. And mm. I don't know, whoever put that spot into the match should be fired alone for that. And EO jumping off the top in a trash can, also ridiculously stupid. And someone who came up with that deserves to be fired. Wow. Strong words. Other than those two spots, I probably would have uh, ranked it my favorite match tonight. Um, Pat McAfee selling the injury on his uh, podcast was very good. He wore the neck brace. The guy gets yeah. it. 
Yeah. Uh, he is the, he he is the biggest get, star in NXT. Yeah. He is. What he didn't get was caught off of that fucking swanton off the top. Oh, yeah. What happened there? Full, Did somebody in the middle move or something? Full 710 split. The fucking parting of the Red Sea. And I think out of the seven guys in the ring, he maybe got two of them. Ah. Good Lord. Um, Pat McAfee, yeah. He, once again, is the man. He's fucking brilliant. And, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I need oh, him in the main event against Roman Reigns, WrestleMania. One spot. <laughs> uh, two things. One, I want to call out the spot of Pete Dunne hitting the bitter end onto the chair. Oh, that was a bad idea. That looked fucking amazing, though. Mm-hmm. Looks so good. Uh, and also, just a thought, McAfee to enter the Rumble? I, I'd have him win it and then start the Rumble again and then let him win it again. He's that entertaining. <laughs> Where He's is Nick? do that unless there's fans. Yeah. And to be fair, he's going to be around long enough that he could easily wait for the fans to come back. Yeah. What yeah, happened true. to Bobby Fish in that match, actually? Because he had to get surgery. He tore his triceps. Tore his triceps off, I should say. It didn't actually tear it itself. Apparently it got ripped off the bone or something. So he had to... A trips injury, was it? Uh... Not sure if it was a trips level or what way it was, but Didn't yeah. trips do that over in fucking. I know it's a Saudi bruisey arm injury, yeah. Mm. Yeah, with that match yeah, that was, should never have happened. I should never. There was plenty of matches that should never have happened over in Saudi. <laughs> arm laceration, they're saying. Spear through the table. Mm. Ooh, oh, that, yeah. I remember that actually because it was in the middle between the two rings, wasn't it? Yeah. And what actually happened was one of the metal bars from behind the table actually kind of pierced through. It looked like it was someone. It could literally have taken an eye out of us sticking out so far, mm. and that and that is what she said. Yeah. Me, uh, Nick's internet went out. That's why he's he said he'd be back in a few minutes. Hot spot, motherfucker. Hot spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, the impact thing then on Tuesday night. Uh, the previous live viewer record was seventeen thousand on their Twitch channel, and they did a peak of fifty three thousand this week with the Kenny Omega thing. Just pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Um, yeah so Impact uh, and apparently Kenny's coming back again next week because clearly they've said fuck it pay this guy bring him back we're getting and eyes on Impact he's slated into main event pay-per-view for them as well my oh, god I, I, I do have one issue because I watched this most of the second hour of this show Impact dropped the ball why my feedback on it because you have Omega coming on here one of the biggest stars in wrestling at the moment. People are talking about this. Obviously, if you look at the platform that AEW has, it was a chance to get a lot of viewers in. Impact should have put on a pay-per-view worthy show yeah, to try and keep people in. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Rich Swan and Chris Bay should have had a one-on-one match to close out this show. They recorded it a while back. They should have just went and did a new show. They should have done a live yeah. show or something. Exactly. Whereas instead, they have this where it was a tag match was it was oh shit it was bay and swan at, uh, but basically it was there was a tag match as your main event and you know what the funny thing is they had all these new eyes on the product and then they featured a guy in the main event who doesn't work there anymore yeah that's vintage impact well i, I understood that being there because it meant people had to stay around for the full show but you know but at the well, same time there was no interaction with any of their own stars Josh Matthews on commentary needs to go. I thought it was so funny. People who clearly don't watch Impact or haven't done for years discovering that Josh Matthews is the worst commentator in oh. the history of the fucking sport. 
Michael Cole times Otunga. Oh, God, yeah. That's, that's an equation I can't even wrap my head around. He is, that, he is that bad. He's absolutely terrible. Still yeah. better than Michael Cole. He's not. Uh, he's not, genuinely. He's genuinely not. I am genuinely take him over Michael Cole. I, oh. I, can, I will agree to disagree with you fine gentlemen on this occasion, but I just can't listen to Michael Cole ever again. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just, are you saying I, that he needs to go back to the performance center to refine his talent oh yes that's where all good fine people have to go and forget what they know and learn the uh the manuscript the the joseph goebel's playbook of professional wrestling wow where the heart cab is pal <laughs> so wwe talents have been ordered to work on refining and improving their in-ring skills at the request of wwe management said to be a vince mcmahon edict PW Insider can confirm that Otis, Keith Lee, Dabakato, Dio Madden, and AJ Styles' bodyguard, Amos, or Amos, whatever, are among the contingent that the company have been working on with, uh, working with on improving and refining their in-work. I can't read. Refining their work inside the ring. With those talents taking part in regular workouts at the Performance Center on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Keith Lee sticks out like a sore thumb there. I forgot he doesn't know how to work. He doesn't know how to work. <laughs> Keith Lee can't work, apparently. Now, uh, is this a case of they're wanting him to be more of a big man? I mean, maybe. Who in That's the PC good. is going to teach them how to be better big men, though? There isn't anyone down there, as far as I know. Luckily, Adam, Adam, Pierce, Henry? Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak are the people who are working with them, apparently. Yeah. How are they going to teach them to be better big men, though? No. There's a rumor that Taker might be coming yeah. to do some work on the PC. Yeah, that, it looks like that's definitely happening, because Triple H has mentioned it in media calls. In the new year, the Taker's coming in. Taker doing a big man class. Yeah. Okay. Because well, he did it he did it before with like um it's in the documentary, isn't it? He did it with Keith Lee and he did it with uh, uh He did a couple oh, of seminars Damian when he was Priest. down to training before yeah. Manius. But still, but he, like they're they're down there now in December when Taker might not be there until January. So they're going to be there for a month training twice a week with one of the smallest people they have on the roster in Drew Gulak and Adam Pierce, who for all we know is just a journeyman in terms mm-hmm. of professional wrestling. So Keith Lee probably knows more about wrestling as a big man than those two combined. Yeah, it, it doesn't... It, he just sticks out like a sore thumb in that list. Yeah. The, the rest I can totally understand. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's why everyone is so up in arms about this because everyone on the internet is... They've done the one thing that I thought it was impossible to do. They've united the internet masses. Yeah. yeah. In, in a collective, what the absolute fuck WWE... Why are you sending WWE or are you sending Keith Lee back to Performance Center to learn how to wrestle? He's better than 95% of the performers on the main roster. Yeah. That's even as a big man. Now, he is newish to the business as well. He's only in it five or six years or something. So maybe Vince saw a few little things that he doesn't like about it. It might be something small for him. Like Otis as well. He's school kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like Otis as well. Like, I mean, there's there's a limit for Otis. He doesn't have to do a whole lot, he just has to be the funny fat dude. You know, and do big power moves and pump up the crowd. The problem is that there's no crowd for Otis, so he can't stamp and clap. You know, it's the kind of his shtick has been hurt the most by the the lack oh, of fans. Him and Street Profits, yeah, they've gone over the board with hokey Street Profits stuff because there's no crowd to react to the less mm-hmm. hokey stuff. Yep, and they've been found out big time. I think, at least in my opinion, I know I know opinions vary greatly on them, but. I was never too high in him, but I always got the hype because people got into it live, similar to how people get into Naomi as well, just because her shtick, you know, is a lot of interaction with fans and she kind of pops the crowd that way. But with no crowd, it really highlights how not necessarily good they are as workers. Yeah. 
Naomi's entrance, she literally stomps and claps. Literally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, so you can't really get more clear than that. But the I'm I'm the thing that's annoyed me most of us three profits at the moment and last night on SmackDown was a key sign of it and it was so bad. Is how they're having to force every promo to end with because the profits are up and we want the smoke. Yeah. They've run out of ways to make sense of throwing to that line. And that line doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense itself. But they've they don't have ways to even halfway throw to it to make even a smidgen of sense. I'm Why would anyone brought... want smoke? Smoke gives you cancer. Cancer kills you. Why does smoke anyone want smoke? That's lovely. It's delicious. But uh, someone posted <laughs> this early. Um, uh, this was a promo from SmackDown last night, which I haven't seen. Yes. Okay. So p- picture the scene. Carmella and Sasha Banks, yes, right? Carmella, you tried to maul me like a wild animal two weeks ago. This isn't Tiger King, honey. It's Queen's Gambit. And I'm the hot chick playing ga- playing the game of chess with your life. And I'm not, and I'm always four moves ahead. Sasha, you want to play games? At TLC, we'll play a little game. How about this game? How far can I bend Carmella back and make her touch her spine? Nobody speaks like this. I Nobody says these night. words. I watched this last night and I messaged you and said, Good Lord, this is bad. And I was waiting to see if anyone would check this. I'm so Dude. happy someone else is aware of the existence of it. This isn't Tiger King, honey. It's Queen Gambit. And I'm the hot chick playing a game of chess with your life in capitals. You're one from Queen's Gambit. Yeah, she's pretty decent looking. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, she is. Girl. Yeah. Good looking girl. Mm-hmm. Kira was watching it. She's got big eyes. Very Mad big, big eyes. She has mm-hmm. very big eyes. Uh, um, I still have two, two episodes left to watch of that. Grand show. Good job. Um, but yeah, that, that's the level we're talking here. Maybe send the people who are writing these scripts to the performance center. It's, I'm just saying. Or, you know, to uh, a bar and you know, a dodgy bar where fights happen. Or there's arguments breaking out, so they can learn how men sound, and you know, like <laughs> there's one, there's one person that you get in to fuck if you're wanting to script how people talk as a promo. War games. Sorry, had to be done. I was, well, I was, I was telling you, I, I, he was in war games. Mm-hmm. The man you get in to fuck if you want someone who talks like a human being talks. McAfee. Yeah. That's where you look at your McAfee's, <laughs> your Eddie Kingston's of the world of the world. People who every time they cut a promo, they're talking like a human talks. Imagine if, if Pat McAfee is teaching a class by the end of the year in the Performance <laughs> Centre. <laughs> the, the, the reason that McAfee and Eddie Kingston are so great at what they do is because they're genuine, normal people who have experienced normal lives. And it's the people who are writing these promos are the people who've fucking come out of fancy families into Ivy League colleges, mm. never experienced the real world at all so they're basing their entire premise of their promos based on what they've seen on tv in, in the past themselves or in movies and thinking clearly that's how normal life works yeah it's yeah pretty 100%. much and yeah literally even saying they're, they're 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 living the role you know they said lads they have their street smarts or their, their, their world smarts would say and it's like yeah I, i'm gonna talk about how if i was addressing someone in public mm. in a like you know in a room of people shooting the shit on this this is how i'm gonna talk but that's it wrestling is shoot fucking fighting it's shoot real life oh hell you yeah. know, make, make it real life that's what we've always said is that the best wrestling is when it blurs the lines between reality and fiction you need them but, blurred lines well speaking Very of robert nice. he became a father for the fourth time today i saw randomly on my timeline don't care why that came up my timeline but it did but like why can't it just talk like normal people like 
there are so many good performers there. There's so many good speakers there, but they're fucking hamstrung by the shit promos and the shit bullet points that they have to go run through. Playing a game of chess with your life, Fitz. Well, I'll tell you what, how about we play a game at TLC where I, we see how far I can bend your neck back and make you touch your spine. Bitch. <laughs> oh, remember when they went on that tirade of everyone had to say bitch. Uh, Drew oh. McIntyre did it this week and it was so corny. Oh, they're constantly doing it. So bad. Have they discussed with the USA Network that they're allowed to say the word bitch with impunity? And that's what that's the word they can oh, get 100%. away with. Like, like, AEW can say shit. Yeah, so, yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Let's get all the bitches we can. Yeah, bitches and you're, shit. And you're bitches nothing but a pawn, but I'm a queen. <laughs> oh, God. And you're going to be you're going to be moving just one step, but I'm already three steps ahead of you. Smackdown is my kingdom. And uh, you're just nothing but a Carol Baskin in my glory. Oh, good lord! They're going to do that. I can see it. Uh, Keith Lee sounded like a, like a, a fucking I don't know how at principal the way he speaks sometimes. Maybe they're working on his promos. Maybe that's what it is because he like, sounds. I like, like it though. too. It's I like it too, but it's so corny. It's yeah, but. Anyway, anyway, better move on. Wednesday Night Wars. AEW uh, didn't watch the first match, uh, so we went straight to... Why did you not watch the first match? Why is this? <laughs> FTR fucking TH2 were in it, so I literally moved over to NXT and I had that great oh, start. Steve. I can't stand them. I, it is what it is. I, I don't care to watch them. So I switched over to NXT and watched... Um, that great opening to NXT. Oh, it was fun times. Great yeah. fun. Oh, Tell man. me, and I, I, I just watched NXT back there. Well, the first half of NXT back while I was waiting to come on here. Finn Balor, for someone who's been in the, the business for so long, he's up there with one of the people who should be able to deliver a promo better. He speaks very slowly and doesn't elaborate on words. He's trying... He's trying to Americanize himself. He's not. He's mm. not speaking with his own. Like if you hear him in interviews, same as Drew. Drew's yeah. the same thing. He's, he's yeah. dumbed down his accent a lot and kind of. It's, meant I don't slower. even think it's the accent though. Yeah, I think Seamus has gone the other way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it pure just doesn't talent. feel natural. I don't know what it is. Like even some of the words he uses, it's just basic English, you know. And I'm not saying he has to be fucking fancy Queen's English or anything like that. But I just find his promos very boring. If you're wondering why I hate TH2, that gif right there says it all. Look at the well, state of this. All I'll say is, if when it came to Balor, would you prefer if he was cutting promos saying like, well, <laughs> you know, they say that love is blind. <laughs> but in reality, we all know that this is all about your Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> yeah, <Lord>. but last <laughs> last week, or was it last week or the week before, he's like, uh, the mice will play, but now that the cat is back and the cat has dragged back with him, I was like, mm. oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to hate him because fucking he's one of the best performers in the world. You leave Fergal alone. I, hey, I'm very, I, look, I'm sorry. I'm just following my fucking <laughs> main roster uh, fucking <laughs> promo class. program, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they the had that the whole intro is like who's gonna challenge him next? And you have the tirade of people coming out saying, I'm next, oh I'm next, no, I'm next. I'm that, that was main roster. that was very main rostery. I hated that with a passion. Um, but then I didn't mind it because it. I, I didn't mind it because of all the people that came out. I'm all about any of them challenging yeah. Balor for the title. Damien Priest was the star of that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scarlet was the star of it. I don't know if you watched it with your <laughs> eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I, that's thrown to something I was just about to get to. Did you notice Balor was a very well-behaved husband? 
He, he maintained, sure was. I, he maintained <laughs> eye contact with her the whole time. The eyes did not wander. <laughs> it's like, okay, Fergal, face the hard don't cam, face down, the hard cam. Don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. <laughs> like I have a feeling it was the second camera, it'd be a hard cam, all right? But yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, that was a quality opener. It's as each person came out, like, okay. So we're okay. we're doing we're doing the review based on how I watched it. The next match was FTR versus blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like the books and run the clock, So yeah, uh, is there anything that jumped out about like Sting and Darby Allen is a thing? It's pronounced Stang. Stang. Apologies, Stang. Um, I yeah, liked so. it because it was intriguing. We don't we didn't really get much answers out of it. Well, I I assume they're going towards. Sting was the face of TNT back in the day and he wants to be the face of TNT again and the TNT jab is Darby. Yeah, yeah. but the, the Cody thing, I liked that they mm. kind of left that open. Yeah, and, and I think maybe they're using Sting to get Darby Allen over in the mainstream probably oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's what they do. It's, you know, you, you, I, you I agree with Rian's Rian, point though as well. Sting chanting, this is awesome, was... Oh God, no, yeah. stop Sting, Jesus yeah. Christ. Good Lord. That, that thing <laughs> should die a death anyway. No one should chant, this is awesome. This is nothing How against Sting. How do you do, fellow kid? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I think this is the kind of... This is going to uh, jet fuel the Cody heel turn as well. Because he's going to get oh, jealous yeah. of Sting. He's going to... Uh, yeah, he's going to have to attack. He's going to have to use wrestling logic here. He, he's not getting the match the way he wants it, so he's going to have to attack him to force the match. Yeah, this is uh, this is where we see the birth of the new horseman. Mm. Oh, Sting and the Horseman. Yeah, they had the whole Aaron Anderson thing there as well. Yeah, this is, this is where this is where we get the birth of the new horseman. It's almost as if Cody and, achieved. It's almost <laughs> as if Cody and Tony Khan were big NWA and WCW fans. What? It's hard to tell. I know it's subtle, <laughs> but um, that's no, cool. I like it. Um, yeah. Cool. The, uh, that's it was interesting. The, the, I, I didn't understand when they were announcing the match between FTR and Pillman and Garrison why they called them the Varsity Blondes. That's and tremendous. Then, Sorry. Well, no, it is perfectly timed. I tried to type in two. <laughs> commentary then kind of filled in the blanks, which they do very well in AEW a lot of the time, is because of Pillman's dad and Steve Austin were the yep. Hollywood Blondes. Hollywood Blondes. Mm. And I was like, ah. Oh, God damn it, I love when shit makes sense. I was hoping they'd do the real thing that Pillman and Austin used to do when they were hitting their moves, the the old film reel thing. Yeah. Yeah, so what's the story of Brian Pillman Jr.? He still went um, MLW, but I was listening to, it was an SRS said that when everyone signed their MLW contracts, the contract said and named company specifically. Yeah, they named specific companies they couldn't work for and after they couldn't work for any other televised promotion. Yeah, Hmm. so so that's why MJF was allowed to go there before he they got into a contract and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and they basically they've since uh, since MJF was it, no, it wasn't MJF. It was someone else after MJF. There was there was someone else apparently, but that was the trigger point where they realized yeah. okay, we need to change the wording of our contracts. I think that's why did Jacob Fatu signed there only recently. Yeah, I think his is one of the first new contracts that has the new wording in it to say that he can't go to other promotions. To Adams. Yeah. In theory, MJF could have worked both companies and there was nothing MLW could do about it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But yeah. Don't Lesson learned. Contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Uh, Dustin Rhodes defeated 10. 
did you get the seven reference? That was very funny. Yeah. Oh, very funny. I love that. So uh, Evil Uno says that he wants him to join the Dark Order, and he said he's already picked his number out, which is seven, which is the famous incident from WCW when Goldust, when Dustin Rhodes went there and was given the character called Seven, where he was all white face paint and basically dressed as The Undertaker. And he basically went off script straight away and said it was all bullshit <laughs> on live TV. Good times. I'm interested to see where they go to because, like I said, I think it was last week before, Evil Uno is really fucking driving it home for me lately. He's just a great on screen character. He's, he's picked it up majorly considering that the leader of the Dark Order has been absent for about two months now, three months mm. now. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not injured. There's something else going on. Oh, is that? Yeah. From anything I've read about, I'm not sure. Just anything I read about it is, it's not like where whenever he's ready to come back, type of thing. Mm. Not a he's due back because his peck is torn. It's not nothing like that. Are they just something similar with Santana? Isn't it Santana? Something happened with Santana as well. He's taking personal time. He's not injured. Oh, yeah. Lost his stepdad. There you Ah. go. Uh, Trusty stats talks. I got all stats talks. That's why we love stats talks. We stand him. We yep. stand him. Black yep. Rain. Oh my oh, God. Look at the size of him. Impact. There. Jesus. About wow. twice the size he is now. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, he's what, 51, 52? And he's arguably like, he, yeah, he's the same age as Jericho when you think about it. But look at the conditioning of the two men. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, the, the Hangman thing. Hangman is going to tag with Silver and Reynolds next week. Very sports entertained by that. Yeah. <laughs> the cowboy hats <laughs> those two lads are very funny Kurt Angle cowboy hats yeah um, there's something about this Eddie Kingston stuff this whole story that's not really doing anything for me yeah I skipped through, I skipped through most of this match yeah I don't know but it was to cover up the Penta injury yeah yeah um, Abaddon was there she murdered someone in about 12 seconds yeah, and they still managed to get the plug for AEW heels in. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> hit the checklist. Because <laughs> uh, Abaddon screams AEW heels. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, this was all about the post-match, though, when she started beating down on the jobber again and Sheeta came out to save her. And Sheeta, holy fuck, cracked her over the head with the Kendall yeah. wow. And she did a take her sit up after a few seconds. That was yeah. excellent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. Uh, Dynamite Diamond Ring MGF becomes the two-time back-to-back by beating Eesh. Orange Cassidy. This is a fun Eesh. match. Hmm. But Miro is the story of it, I think. Yeah. Miro came out. Something. Yeah, we finally got Rusev. <laughs> he came out and <laughs> beat the living piss out of everyone. Good time, including multiple security guards and yeah. everything like that. Security, man, I, I don't think you should be a wrestling security guard. It never ends <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Just ask Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah see look he got a shot but now he's back in the pc again so even now the security guard bad luck is hitting him but uh but yeah if we, we we're getting something from Miro, which is about fucking time and i yeah can't wait to see this is this should hopefully fucking rocket launch his career in also we can lose the cody <laughs> he is a big man true um, you're um you missed the um brandy shack seg- oh uh, i don't it's the Ringy. highest rated segment of the night. Well, that's because it followed the stinger. Yeah. Um, but this was very cringy. God, Brandy needs to be off screen. Or at least just be a valet. People tune in just for Shaq. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg is on commentary next week or something. 
the week after. It's the sixth. I did the second part of their two night over New Year's, which is against New Year's Evo. This is a great American bash. Rules are worst. It is. Exactly, yeah. Um yeah, it was too big for one night, so they had to do it. I love I love this petty shit. It's beautiful. <laughs> um Yeah, so I'm assuming Snoop will be on a taped show because if you watch the Tyson fight, you can't give Snoop a live microphone. <laughs> it's simple as that. Um like one of the lines was like two uncles fighting at a barbecue. I fucking lost it. Good times. Uh, on the on SmackDown last night, uh way obviously they flash up on the side of the screen on SmackDown's intro graphics for people all the stats and shite um when sasha came out for the main event match they had up cousin of legendary rapper snoop dogg right a reminder of we had him first (laughs) (laughs) um i wonder how that kind of came to fruition like did they see him on commentary for that box match and said gee that would be a good bit of fun to do we'll wonder will we reach out and see will he come on board or yeah i wonder was it in the works before then he did an interview with Undertaker recently as well on Instagram. Yeah. And he mentioned wrestling a lot. To promote so. their merch line. Which has been pulled. Has it? <laughs> That's what's the, or it's sold out. Someone mentioned it was pulled. I didn't look anywhere into it. So maybe it's just completely people talking out of their ass. But Sounds I hope like, it's been uh, pulled re-marsh. because he went to AEW. I think that'd be very funny. Oh, this thing that's appeared in the chat. Fitz sent this to us yesterday. <sighs> Talk us through it, Steve. Uh, I'm just going to play it. Hold on. So let me just see. Um, just press the mute button so I don't annoy myself. So currently what we have here in the Discord is a 10-man suplex spot where they're all going to do a big suplex. But there's two women on either side of this spot and they are now climbing on top of the people who are doing the suplex. They're standing on top of the pile. Uh, they're walking across people's backs and uh, they've got a, they're locking up here, pretty terrible punches, uh, awful awful punches. Uh, they're still punching each other really badly. The other one looked okay. Yeah, that that one on the left is uh, she shouldn't be throwing punches. And um, they're in a chin lock of some sort. And uh, she's going to pick her up. Let's see what happens next. And she suplexes them onto the suplex, and then everyone falls over away. Indie wrestling. AIDS. That is AIDS. Just, <laughs> just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun, guys. <laughs> Send up the cornet signal. He already has. He's replied to it. Oh, did he? <laughs> of course yeah. he did. The one I sent you, he was tagged in and he had replied to it. Oh, man. Yeah, he did. He wasn't a fan, as you could as you might have been able to <laughs> guess I'm by that. I'm not going to lie. If I was at a show when this happened, I'd laugh. I think you had to be there, yeah. I think yeah, I think oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we've like, all seen live, that'll be fine. Like I'd I'd really get into that live, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's just those, the fun thing of that show. Like I hate those convoluted multi-man suplex spots. Anyway, uh, yeah. in or, certain it, circumstances they can work, <laughs> but very rarely. <laughs> Deliverance, imagine, I would laugh all the way to the exit. <laughs> you imagine I'm going to a match that we we all often reference. Remember the five-man, six-man tag. Five-man, six-man. Oh, the legendary tag. five-man, yeah. six-man. Yeah. So. Can you imagine if in that match they'd set up one of these suplex spots and mm. Tyler Bate was on with, say, the British strong style side at the setup <laughs> of the suplex? But then at the end of it, he, he just, just they're trash talking as it's been set up. And then Tyler realizes, oh, what the hell with this? And he runs over to the other side and helps the cruisers suplex the suplex done and Trent instead. 
looking back, they definitely should have done that spot with Tyler Red running around them, not sure what to do. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where it can make sense. Yeah, but again, um, you're, you're, you've used a very niche specific, specific. But for specific, it to make sense, you would have to do things like one side tried to hit it, but you know they can't, and then the other side pulls them up, and then it's a tug of war about who can hit the suplex to make it look logical. That's just ten men with their heads down, not doing anything to hit the suplex. It just makes no sense. Yeah, an like, it's an uncontested scrum. They're literally just having a scrum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve loves the old rugby references. Yes, I understand the rugby. Indeed. Uh, we didn't um, mention the promo with Kenny and Don Callis, which is basically the exact same promo they gave on Impact. Yeah. Yeah, a bit yeah. disappointed with that. Only for the fact that I'd seen it on Impact the night before. It was a bit weird. I thought they were going to do a little bit more or tease something more or give something On Impact, else. they said the big news we're bringing for tomorrow, which is the exact same thing we just said here. Haters yeah. will say AEW completely screwed the pooch here and handed the ratings over to uh, Impact as the first time Kenny Omega was the champion. Eh, it, it depends on what happens, but like Impact are not going to be competitors for AEW anyway. So really, there's no like AEW are not going to lose anything by doing this. The only winners no. right now are going to be Impact, but AEW are hoping for more of a long term gain where they can kind of develop a cross brand promotional interchange between talent. So when they want to run a tournament or they might be short of talent, they can bring people in as they choose. So they're playing a long game with this, whereas Impact are going to get the short gain win. True, true. Read with the shout out of Don doing the, same, doing the whole do the thing, Kenny, do the thing. Yeah, death to that already. <laughs> um, try and get through um, NXT quickly. Uh, we mentioned the opening, which was quite fun. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, main events again. They're definitely doing something with her. Yeah, Ember. Good match too. Her what are you doing match. with Ember? <laughs> yeah, nothing. Why have her come back if you don't have something where you're going to like strap a rocket to this girl? The girl has probably lost more matches than she's won since returning. I'd say so. What is the point of her being back there? Maybe she's put people over to go back to the main roster, maybe? I don't know. Clutching at straws? It's just bad. It's bad. She deserves better. Doing a tighter breeze on it. Yeah. But then again, I wouldn't consider Ember Moon to have been the way she was pushed on the main roster. I wouldn't consider her to be like a like a, one of the four horsewomen or Alexa or, you know, oh, one of the no, big, you know? Look at, so look at I don't me. know how she would be the one to put people over because she doesn't have all that much legitimacy in yeah. terms of wins and losses kind of thing. But oh yeah, but like if you look at her, yeah, the like her NXT title run or even her whole feud with Asuka through Asuka's time there and everything, she had some killer stuff there. In mm-hmm. in NXT history, she is one of the top women. If you look at longevity and match quality and everything, she is one of the top women in the history mm. of like of NXT as a brand. And now it's just to me, it just feels like they're shitting all over it with every loss, really. And yeah. no, maybe that's, and that's not, no, and that's and like to be fair, you've always been a big advocate for her talent, but that's even you know, if you take that aside and ignore the fact that you've been a big fan, it still holds true. It still holds true that she is legitimately one of the best talented wrestlers that they have on the roster, regardless of what brand she's on. Yeah, and they still can't find something for her, is more of an indictment yeah. on their creative deficiencies than anything else. 100%. Um, what else was there? What's Brandon else? Atlas Swerve. Very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised to see Atlas get the win there. But yeah. Swerve is looking like he's going more heel. So yeah, they seem to be teasing a heel turn for him. Like cool, I'm okay with that. Anything that the day if he turns heel, that means it's probably more of him on TV. So that's good. 
Um, you say that, but you know, yeah, Tucker, 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 Tucker even. How's he getting on on main event? Well, no, less, <laughs> people, less people watching that than watch Impact. And I'm not That's talking true. about this week, I'm talking about in general. Yeah. Uh, Champa Grimes. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Grant. Uh, so are we getting Champa um, Thatcher in the fight? Fight pit, bet. Steve? Fight bet. Fight pit. Fight bet. Give me that fight pit. <laughs> we need the fight pit. It's needed. Fight pit. Fight pit war games, whatever we call it. See, that's fight games real- war pit. We we really just mentioned it when we mentioned main event. Jackson Riker back on main event this week. Yeah. With Elias. Fair play to the other two boys for getting out from underneath that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um Dundane was fun. Yeah, at least they had that call back there, you know. Um he and remembered that he was attacked, so we also had the return of Oh, what did you think of the Gargano segment? Oh, remind me. They're so, on the ring with Gargano. Oh, yeah. And fucking Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell come out and they're talking about how they were going to discuss how they said months ago they were going to show people the way. And this is the way. And they <laughs> are the way. And if you're not in the way, you should get out of their way. Hey. Can we just give that worst segment of the week already? Nah, Miz and John Morrison, man. Miz and John Morrison was terrible. Then, Even that catchphrase, there's a much easier one. You're either in the way or you're in the way. Boom. Yeah. That. <laughs> much better than the shot you came out with there. With that Too hard, Nick. Too, Too hard. hard, man. Too hard. But yeah, to follow that up then, uh, Damien Priest came out and was talking shit. Uh, but as he was coming down and was looking like he was going to want to kill somebody, uh, he got pretty much taken out himself by a returning Mr. Cross. Yeah, he did. Because he Cro- had made a comment to Scarlett earlier in the night. It's like, hey, Smoke Show, do you always, uh, does your, was it, does your boyfriend, or does your boy always send you to do his bidding and he, you just make him wait in the car? So uh, he shut up and he fucked up pre- uh, Priest. Then he just walked straight out of the arena, got in the driver's seat of the car and drove off. So that was probably a bad decision by him. You know, fuck him across like that. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't fuck with them. But yeah, so I'm assuming we're getting Cross versus Priest at New Year's Evil. I'm okay with this. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Big meaty men slapping meat. We're all, yeah. we're all for it. All for it. Oh, yeah. That'd be a hoss match. And uh, Zia Lee and Boa with the Chinese Mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like this. I don't know. It's just so stupid. It's like playing a Yakuza game. But um. Yeah. Interesting, Look, interesting show. We'll go to this then. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love it. Love Every it. time. Yeah. So um, there was a slight discrepancy between the two shows this week. It's a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh my God, it was a massacre. So AEW nearly hit the million. There were 995. And NXT 659. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. So basically, I love the uh, voices of wrestling and Brian Alvarez making fun of how it's over and that we shouldn't be looking at the war anymore. And you're like, it's been two weeks of domination. Relax the head. 
you know, and those two weeks included a massive title change and a sting debut for yeah, AEW. So relax. But they're they're off to the races anyway. So, but look, I, I'm all for the I'm all for the pettiness. I enjoy it. It makes Twitter far more entertaining. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um, yeah, that's bad. That's bad news for NXT there. Yeah, yeah, they got whooped. Yeah, they were up um, on last week though. Yeah, that's the funny thing. They yeah. were actually up slightly. Um, they must be Tony Khan must be kicking himself. It's like five thousand people, son of a bitch, so close. Um, but they did have segments all over the night that had over a million. Some of them were lower than others. But Shaq is just gonna—they're gonna have Shaq on for two hours next week to hit that million because he's the draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, next uh, AWs. If if you're Vince McMahon, are you starting to get a bit worried? Thinking, fuck, these guys might catch Raw eventually. He doesn't care. He he genuinely doesn't see it. Mm. He's too wrapped up in his own little bubble. And the people that share information with him aren't clearly good enough at being independent people and have their own independent thought that they're just yes men. They tell Vince what he wants to hear. And he won't want to hear that there's competition that's actually producing good content because he's not. Because he doesn't know he's not producing good content because no one's telling him he's producing shit content. Well, look, mm. I know, I know the solution. War games? Underta- no, undertake, <laughs> under Undertaker to be the next Raw general manager. Oh, <laughs> oh go. God, I no, wouldn't go past them. I could see Sting becoming some sort of uh, general manager figure in mm. AEW actually, because I don't think he's going to be wrestling long term. I reckon they have a couple of matches, but if they sign to a long term deal, I reckon he's going to end up in some sort of authority figure role. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's probably what it is. Just imagine, just imagine you're at Raw and you know there's a fight breaks out backstage, and the camera just pans across and there's magically just a coffin. (laughs) 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 Just there, perched up against a random object, and it just bursts open. He's just like, "Yeah, you know, you know what's happening." You're going one on one with me. You've done, you've done the right thing. <laughs> done the right thing. Hello all, there, all elites. All elites. <laughs> oh man, or just fucks out. Match, tag team match, player, player. Fucks out. War games. Ah, <laughs> uh, one more time. Where is it? War games. Yes. Thank you, William Regal. It is called War Games. Uh, so the score was 995 to 659. So the score is they've hit the 50. So AEW 50 to NXT's 13. In the They're going to 50 burger on them. Oh, the United team is in, Steve. Have you seen it? Do you want to upset you? Go on, yeah. De Gea. Oh, fuck. Call it off. Wambasaka. Mm-hmm. Not having a great season either, to be fair to him. No. Uh, Lindelof and Slabhead. Oh, Lord. Luke Shaw. Oh, Fred! Oh, like, can we, before we go any further, dude, that back five is needs to go. Yeah, this is not maybe not Juan Basaka, but but um, even he's having even he's having a bit of a down season though. He's, a, he's, no, a, he's, he's all right though. He's all right. I'm happy yeah. with him, but yeah, Fred and McTominay. Well, it makes sense, I suppose. The boy Bruno and uh, Paul is back in pog form. Ah, uh, he shouldn't be starting. He doesn't deserve it. He's a traitor. And then anyway. we have. Rashford and Greenwood. Greenwood, probably, yeah. Martial can do one. Yeah. Martial, Donny, Mata, Matic, Tellez, Bailly, and Henderson on the bench. Uh, I would have played Henderson and Tellez straight away there, but anyway. Justice, justice for Tellez. 
Justice for Tellers, Justice for Tiny Johnny Tight Lips, and Justice for Fatal Deviation. So anyway, uh, our score currently is 35-27 in favor of AEW. How are we voting this week? I think it's going to be a clean house. Yeah, I'm going to give it AEW. I'm going to say neither of these shows were great. No, we're both, both all right. Look, we're both okay. Um, but I think AEW just shades it for me. Same season. But yeah, like if NXT had, had maybe one more good match, I could have easily seen myself putting this to NXT over easily. I I was very much I watched both of them in bits and pieces, so I didn't have a full flow to a show. But I'd probably say I preferred the bits I saw on AEW than the bits I mm. saw on NXT. Yeah, I saw all of AEW Thursday night, and I saw three quarters of, uh, well, maybe a half of NXT today, and it wasn't even close. AEW's. I wouldn't say it wasn't close now. Well, again, I, I'm going on what I saw, so but I didn't yeah, see, I didn't see the Gargano segment. I didn't see the main event. So I, main event I, is good. Main event is a good match. So based on again what I saw was Cameron Grimes and uh, Champa. I like Cameron Grimes. There's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. I saw uh, Swerve lose to Jake Atlas. I saw an uninspiring opening. Uh, like the door oh, see, everyone else fucked. liked the opening. Get fucked. If this was fucking Omega in the in the ring and fucking Janela fucking Marco stunt and fucking uh, I don't know who else don't I like uh, Austin, Austin, Austin Gunn. Austin. You know what? If this was Omega and Austin Gunn, the Hybrid Two and fucking Marco stunt came out, you'd be saying how this is the greatest fucking thing since fucking them punches on Dustin Rhodes that time. You're as much as I love your uh, entertainment, Gordo, uh, no. I hate programmed, formulaic, fucking scripted shit that WWE consistently produce. And that's exactly what they did for the opening of NXT. Balor come out, and like, like I said, promo wasn't great from him. And then you had Pete Dunne come out, promo wasn't good from him. Kyle O'Reilly came out, a bit more entertaining, was okay. And then another person came out, Damien Priest. At least he was entertaining. He was the star of that segment. Then you had this stuff with Scarlet, which was okay as well. And I liked Balor in that moment. But again, it's just, we've seen that segment about 17,442 times. But on the flip side, can we do something a little different? On the same thing side, we've seen the same fucking match in AEW time and time again. Which one? Dive, dive, flip, catch. Dive, flip, catch. Flip, dive, flip. Botch, botch, botch. <laughs> I, I, for the record, I'm switching my vote to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, such, I, I, such a mark. I put Greta back in. How dare you? Yes, she's back on her hotkey. <laughs> I was trying to, when Fitz said, whatever, you know, Fitz was in his rant there, and I, I to be fair, I stopped listening between both of you because I was trying to, because I was trying to go, shit, where's Greta? Where's Greta? Where is he <laughs> so, cool. Um, Sorry, for some reason, I had the gas break honk thing from the Simpsons. Gas in the head. break honk. Yeah. Um, Raw happened. Wasn't bad. All right. That was great. Like, but it was, no, yeah. All right. Wrestling in general this week, Bar War Games was very. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even watch SmackDown. I didn't have it in me for another show this week. Uh, I haven't seen SmackDown either. SmackDown, the only thing that you need to know is, and I said this in our super secret production chat last night. Kevin Owens should be the end game for this Roman Reigns feud. The man is just fantastic. He always has, but it's moments like this where you get a chance as a reminder of how good he is, both on the mic, selling stuff, everything. 
Uh, I know the end game is obviously it's been reported now. It's looking like it's one of Goldberg's two matches for next year is going to be against uh, Roman Mania. It should like this should be something about elevating someone up to Roman's level as the as the end game of it. In which case, I think having Owens be that guy would have been fucking amazing. But yeah, it's that the only thing worth knowing is that happened and Carmella broke a bottle of champagne off the back of Sasha. I did see Carmella's new entrance. Yeah. It's an interesting. If you imagine uh, the Kenny Omega entrance where he stands behind the sheet and then the sheet disappears, it's kind of like that. But with more but, plastic surgery. But totally different in many ways. I will not spoil <laughs> it. Go look at Carmella's entrance. You'll enjoy it. Maybe, I, maybe be in a room by yourself. I did see a clip from Talking Smack earlier today where it was uh, Paul Heyman talking to Big E. Yes. And saying that he, saying that he needs to accept in his heart that New Day will only be a footnote in the story of the greatness of Big E. And to prove his case, when's the last time you saw Roman Reigns in the ring and anybody even bet, bothered to mention the shield? And then Big E just kind of looks off in the distance so the rest of it doesn't actually respond. Wow. Back is five count. Uh, Big yeah. E also was made look like a bit of a bitch on SmackDown. He got Yano'd. He got Yano'd by Sam Yeah, Yano's Zane. Mm-hmm. What was the other thing I saw? Uh, Heyman doing the thing where Roman was going to come out and attack Kevin Owens because he had he'd gotten yeah. the one up on Jey Uso, and Heyman just stopped him. He was just, he wasn't even stopping him; he was just explaining it to him, going, "We fight on our terms," you know, this sort of thing. It was really good. Yeah, it's like if you want, I'll hold this, and you can go fight him. But yeah, he was dictating the terms. Show him who the head of the table is. Show him it's on you. You decide when you want to do this. It's like, tell me if you want me to hold the title. And it just went on for a bit, maybe 30, 40 seconds, but it was really nice. Them, them two, them three, I should say. Four, I suppose, running Caruso. Mm. Uh, are, yeah, they're, I think they're doing fantastic. So. Where would we be without this Roman Reigns storyline right now? Uh, probably not watching. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I've, yeah, it's, I, I'm in a weird way envious of Fitz. <laughs> as you yeah. should be oh, I haven't seen Smackdown I, I, I don't know if I'll bother this week I might be the start of being a fits the ending of the women's tag match so this is a tag match featuring three other women and in the in the closing sequence everyone with the exception of Billy Kay was off good lord got their timing wrong on something were out of position on something Natty was supposed to get knocked off the apron by Billy accidentally natty was out of position so she doesn't get hit the slap in the slap in the face to kind of knock her off the apron uh then the riot squad i think ruby was supposed to do something before hitting the finish but didn't which meant that Liv was out of position when it comes to hitting their finish so it all looks sloppy as fuck but in a for some way out of the four people in it billy Kay was the one person who didn't fuck up and Mm. both main events on raw and smackdown this week ended in dq yep well, mainly because there, no have, contest, uh, you want to call it. there was no result in both main events. It's, it's because both of them are going to be happening at TLC a week from Sunday. Yeah, super. And I kind of want that Sami Zayn t-shirt, not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to see in the chats here. Make, bi- yeah. Make Billy oh, yeah. Kay general manager of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Um, Billy Kay general manager of SmackDown, Undertaker general manager of Raw, and then hold another draft. Cool. No, you got to do the draft right at right before Survivor Series. Otherwise, mm. it doesn't make sense, Cardo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, because then they have to decide which one is more superior with their newly, with their newly drafted brands. Oh, my. Yep. And you got a 50-50, the whole thing. So nobody gets over. And some roll-up wins, too. Oh, of course. Um, That's what I was saying, look. What else? The Retribution lost again. 
Yeah. Slapjack got a match on Raw. Twice, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Shayna Baszler got pinned. Yeah, she I'm did. Getting pinned again. Are they going to take Reckoning out of Retribution? The way they're kind of... I'd rec- I, I was about to say, have I'd Mia Yim as actually Mia Yim on the main roster. Probably, yeah. So. They'll probably yeah. send her back to the PC to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she don't know how to Getting work. bad habits off her, off her lad. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why are The Miz and Morrison on television? <laughs> well, my, my original question was why are they always in handicap matches but then i said i'll just change it just be like why are they even on television um they they're always considered to be like one end it's weird they're always in handicap matches of some sort and here they are again i don't understand but they had the whole thing with drew these awful promos with drew and she, the fucking miz and morrison with the irish accent thing was oh it was shocking bad Oh dear God! I, huh. I, I don't know what to do with this this whole thing. Like, now we're we're used to hearing bad Irish accents, you know, at movie yes. fair and everything. Well, this was particularly time. bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it really was. Holy shit! Oh, that was loud. That is very loud, Steve. Good. <laughs> I don't know why it's so loud. RIP headphone users. <laughs> I'm nominating it. The Miz and John Morrison with their Irish accent for Seamus. Now the current winner is or the current holder, and it's only got three weeks to go. Karaoke show. Karaoke thing on SmackDown, which we never thought could be touched. But this hurts us deep. This is this this is different for us. Oh. I think we can take bad accents over that karaoke shite. Mm. Yeah, I'm with Nick. That, yeah, I, I can understand why this got nominated, though, because it was horrendously bad. And if it wasn't for the lads coming out to save it at the end, I would be tempted to give it a vote. Okay. But, but I've yeah, made my point, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gonna... Okay, we'll give it one of these then. Worth a shot. Yeah, I think that's the best way. When when I really hate something, I'm just going to do that anymore. I know this isn't going to win, but I want it. Cameron Grimes. <laughs> I don't want to play it again. Just 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 in general. general. There's only one thing that should really be 24-7. Austin Gunn. <laughs> just in general, is it? Just Austin Gunn. <laughs> oh, yeah, just him. Oh, God. Um... Cool. What's this? What did what did uh, what did McIntyre do? He fall. Jesus, that was loud. Oh yeah, I can't hear a thing. Oh no, it's, I'm just playing the tweet there. Oh, um, cool. That's um, that's the show. Would have the yeah. We got time here to do. Uh, the best worst. So best match, worst match. Ooh. Best match. Men's war games. Yeah, I'd say men's yeah. war games. Yeah. Defo. Worst one. Cameron Grimes. No. <laughs> the match no. was grand. Um, um, was there any bad match? I didn't think SmackDown. Dustin, Dustin versus 10. I was thinking. Yeah, it was a weird fine. ending. It was mm, weird, yeah. but it was grand. Like. Ten is a big guy, like he shouldn't have lost to a fucking bulldog. Yeah, that's that's kind of what jumped out to me. Oh no, Lashley Jeff. 
Lashley Jeff or Sammy Big E? I, no, no, women's tag. Women's tag for SmackDown. There you go. Oh, oh, I, was a I haven't seen it, but I'll go with that. I'll go with that too. <laughs> Women, women's tag from SmackDown upset me greatly. I think overall there's been pretty good wrestling on TV this week, just that the storylines and shows overall weren't overly brilliant. Um, best segment, worst segment? Best segment, Ms. Morrison accents. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it gave us a bit. I'd <laughs> say best segment opening of NXT. Yeah, I agree. Fits with I that. could not agree. Could not agree. Could not disagree even more. It wouldn't be the worst by the sounds of it. That fucking Gargano's segment has to be the worst of the week. Or Sting uh, and Cody were quite good. That was the one I kind of enjoyed the most. I think. Do you know what? I, for just for the the Sting and Tony Schiavone, I'd give that best of the week. This I would only awesome. for the that exactly only for yeah. the, this is awesome that really drags it down for me. <laughs> I'm choosing to selectively ignore that. <laughs> blinkers, blinkers. I, I guess Very Sting would so. Sting would never have been involved in the this is awesome job before because it only kind of happened after mm-hmm. he left WWE. The whole little emergence of it. Fine but, forever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> no. Well, just about the fact that he keeps coming back. I think that's his plan. Yeah, <laughs> what the king to be a wrestler is to disappear for six months and come back again. That seems to be the way to keep hot. It happened to the attitude era all the time, and it seems to work. Uh, Just wait until Punk comes back. Yeah, oh. worst segment for me is obvious. It is the twenty four seven nominated, not winning, uh, Miz and Morrison accents thing. That was the only reason that I would vote this over the Gargano one was because the Gargano thing led to cross. Mm. It's the only thing that was saving that from getting my vote, but yeah, the Miss and Morris and Irish accents was quite shite. Yeah, Fitz. wrestler of the week. Oh, Fitz has done his. Sorry, uh, best sting just for that Shivani moment and worst, even though I haven't seen it. I'm gonna go with the Garganos's. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's just been explained to you, and it's like, yeah, that sounds terrible. I'm not gonna watch it. Boom. No, I've made my feelings on the Garganos's quite clear for the last couple of months and how dare you i did proclaim that uh if he won at uh, the war games show that i would be watching nxt less it, it has happened and i have watched it less and this segment as you've explained to me has reaffirmed my decision not to watch it wowzers you're one show away from being a lapsed fan fits i know it's great it's good to have so much free time I, I'm not even going to lie to you because I, I, for, for purely researchful purposes for this podcast you'd spend three hours on a Tuesday night watching Raw you'd spend four hours on a Thursday night watching NXT and AEW you'd try watch Smackdown Live live on Friday night or you'd watch it for two hours on a Saturday then plus you might have a plus yeah. pay-per-views of a Saturday pay-per-views of a Sunday it was way too much WWE produces too much content that you possibly couldn't digest. And that's excluding NXT UK Ratebound, uh, NXT oh, wow. India soon to be coming. <laughs> NXT uh, main India. event. <laughs> it's going to kill the thriving Indian wrestling scene. <laughs> Look, that man is Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrestler of the week. Uh, Pete Dunn. Ooh. Um, Scarlet. Hi, <laughs> Steve. Cross. I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly. And we're going to go four different. I am actually going to say Kevin Owens. Boom. He just, he made me, he made me believe. 
believe it's, it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. Cool. Four different wrestlers in a week. I'm yeah. Glad. But also, honorable mention Pat McAfee because he took some oh, yeah. bumps in that match as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's 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 the best professional wrestler in WWE right, right now, as far as I'm concerned. He's a decent wrestler. He is a decent let's, wrestler. Let's see how his character develops in the second act. <laughs> uh, plugs time. Plugs, and then we can go and get fried chicken. Um, hey. If people want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. So you can get us on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever you're listening now, you're going to find us again next week. And you can also find our whole back catalog. Go, go find us. Listen to more shows. Give us a thumbs up, a like, whatever the hell you can do on that platform. Give us all the positive stuff. It helps with our ratings and when it comes to search algorithms. Uh, you can also get us on the Wrestling Soup Network if you go to WrestlingSoup.com. I need to jump across you there for a second. Because I was listening to Soup Live on Thursday. They are moving to their new website. Uh, they Ooh. finally sorted out their GoDaddy issues and they're gone elsewhere nice uh unfortunately we're not going with them right now anyways so ah. uh <gasps> any, anyone that was on the soup uh network currently we won't be on it yet but maybe down the line when they get it all figured out but while Where, they're getting where's that episodes, greta where's that greta <laughs> no we're quite grateful to be fair um but until then we won't be on wrestling soup uh for now i don't know what's going to happen after that we i'm sure we'll be back I mentioned it to Mitch actually on the show and he yeah, so we'll we I'm sure we'll be back eventually whenever they figure that out. But for now, they've got enough on their plate. They don't need to worry about having thirty other shows on their website. So Yeah, they got enough shit to be dealing so, with. Cheers to uh, Mitch if you're listening to this. Thanks for what are we on there for like two years or something? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was on a twelve pubs when we got the news that uh, yeah. we were being added on there and I marked out in the middle of Massimo's and everyone, <laughs> and everyone was like, Jesus Gordo's really happy. The twelve points is after really getting to him because it was on the twelfth pub. <laughs> Uh, so I think I was on like my 17th drink of the night. And uh, yeah, so I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is brilliant. So uh, yeah, much much love to those guys. But still, go check out the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves. Yeah, but like even uh, just the two lads in the chat, Antox and Deliverance came over from the Soup chat as well. So yep, we, we, we got a load of people from Soup and we have a load of listeners that came from that over the years. So uh, Mitch yeah. does. And so thanks very much, Mitch, for all that. And let me know if we can ever go back on. We're more than interested going back on and joining you on the new website. Exactly. 10%. We will give you some free XP. Yeah, XP. Well, are we handed out XP here, lads? Like, we'll okay. give it to Mish. Mish, so we, we, Mish deserves the XP. He um, is what the Irish call a sound cunt. A sound cunt. Yep. So I just wanted to clarify that. So I don't know what I'm going to do for the tweet now because I normally tag Mish in the tweet. Well, but I think uh, the site is still up. If the site is still up, then we're still going to be on that today. But. Uh, ah, yeah. we'll see let's see. Uh, not secure, so their SSL is gone anyway. So, um, ah, well, we were it's there. Still up. The old site is still up, so maybe we'll be on there today, but probably next week we won't be. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, check us out there for one last time. One last hurrah. Uh, and also make sure you check out as well the guys at the Break the Apocalypse podcast. It's Break the App on Twitter. Uh, I haven't gotten to listen to this week's show yet because I've been a bit busy, but I'm looking forward to listening back to it tonight. Uh, also check out our friends over at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. Use promo code AWP and you get 10% off your entire order. I'm not going to discuss shipping. Also make sure to check us out on Twitter. It's Ash2BitWrestling. If you go on there, uh, make sure to give us a follow and you can also find a link to our Discord channel. We can come on, jump on and join us on our chat when we record live every Saturday. And you'll also get notifications when we're going live for some of our game streams. We play the likes of your... 
uh, well, Steve is playing Microsoft Flight Simulator at the moment. He had a great attempted landing of uh, fatal aviation, fatal uh, aviation in Croke Park. A Mayo man went to visit Croke Park yesterday and it went about as well as it usually does. Which so, reminds me, next week, what are we going to do? Because I'm working till four and the final is on at half five or five. It's a Saturday. It's, it's, I thought it was Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. Oh, shit. Shit. Yeah. So the All Ireland final is on next weekend, next Saturday at the same time we normally do. I'm not going to be here for sure. I'm definitely not going to be on the podcast. We're doing. Oh, we should do totally do a live podcast while you're watching the final. <sighs> no. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday podcast before six o'clock, so I can watch the NFL. Could do that. I think I I did book Sunday off because I'm going to be hammered Saturday night one way or the other. I'm over so, podcast Sunday, so could do that could do that uh defeat is not inevitable rain we could um we could activate some agents from mayo in dublin to start coughing on the players and they may be taken out of the game for covid protection reasons so um people of mayo find the players houses cough on them cough on their children whatever you need to do oh jesus christ cough on their children <laughs> find out where those kids go to school and just covid that place up so that you know they can't so play. If we are going with a podcast next Sunday, you'll find a link to it on our Discord. Best thing to do to find out when we're actually going live is go to our Twitter. It's at 2 Wrestling. And when you're on there, check the link to our Discord and come join us because we'll tag in there when we are going live. So it'll either be Saturday or Sunday. If it's Sunday, we could be celebrating two of our counties winning all Ireland. <laughs> if Mayo win the All Ireland, I won't be here Sunday either, lads. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> But um, as always, um, you can follow us at 2-Bit Wrestling and you can obviously find your local Dublin player and cough on him. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Get all the COVID. Lads, look, okay, Man United need penalties and Mayo need COVID for the Dublin players. Okay, can we just, as a country, get behind this cause and put this misery away, please? May only need to win this All-Ireland. Speaking, speaking of things that people need, we need Twitch followers. So people, please go on Twitch as well and search for Alleged Wrestling Podcast and follow us on there. Yeah, we're close enough to the 50 now in that we have 17. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you can follow us on Twitch, it's free to do Look, it. If, if, also, you, keep, if you keep nailing them landings like you did last night. Yeah. The, the, we're, we're going to be we're going to be just like knee deep in followers by the end of the weekend it's... yeah no I, I have the PC up and running and everything is smooth uh, that stream went perfectly well last night and what else would go perfectly well if you find your local Dublin player uh, cough in his face and cough in the faces of his children <laughs> <laughs> so that we may win the All-Ireland <laughs> oh in summary give them COVID we could do an Among Us stream actually tonight but uh, I have a we have another stream yeah, we have another oh, yeah, stream yeah. at 8 o'clock what are you streaming tonight uh, we're doing a quiz a quiz charity quiz twitch.com forward slash EAX Galway if you want to join and donate to a local Galway charity I'm sure you'll probably post the link in the chat later on as well so ah, yeah. cool um, say coffin Dublin players children's faces Jesus, you stop. <laughs> You're such a disease. <laughs> no, speaking of disease, if he could find your local government <laughs> you've got Good night, man. <laughs> Abort Steve. Abort Steve. <laughs>